0: Welcome to another episode of the Hot Genius Podcast. My name is Christina Modafari, and today's episode is the reasons why manifesting isn't working for you. And so this is going to be so valuable. I am so keen on this, seriously. Um, again, these are just things that I've learned over several years of trial and error of my own experience. Um, and if I haven't told you already, I, I have a teacher archetype, the sage archetype. What I mean by that is that it's my my heart and soul, my ultimate love in life, um, why I feel like I was, you know, put on this planet is to teach things. And everything that I do in my own personal life, like I'm actually getting a little bit emotional here, is that like... <laughs> Sometimes it's actually my biggest weakness, to be honest. It sometimes holds me back. But while I'm going through something, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, I can't wait to teach this to other people. Like I can't wait to to overcome this, master this, understand this like at the back of my hand, research deep into this so I can teach this to other people in the most simplest way possible, in a most entertaining way, in the most actionable, practical way. You know, like that is like, why I do this. Like I love nothing more than to teach and share wisdom and not just repeat it the way I heard it or the way it was downloaded in my mind, but find a way for it to actually be palatable and practical, you know? And so this one, this episode is dedicated to me. (laughs) It's dedicated to my younger self, um, because I really struggled with manifestation, um, and I feel like now I, I really get it. I feel like, I honestly feel like sort of an expert in it, to be honest. Like I, and I believe that experts, when I say that, I don't say that lightly is usually anyone who's just really struggled with something just got really good at it. Cause I had no toys. <laughs> right. And it's actually like a full on thing. So I'm really, really excited to share this with you. So anyway, without further ado, what are the reasons as to why manifesting might not be working for you? Um, so the first one is that you are not regulating your nervous system often enough. And so what I mean by this, actually, you know what? I'm going to go through, I was going to go through all the the. The, the reasons and then explain it. No, no, I'm gonna go back. <laughs> Welcome to my brain, by the way. Um, do we love the raw, not unedited stuff? Anyway, let's go back to it. I'm just gonna explain to them all one by one, okay? So, one number one is that you're not regulating your nervous system often enough, and what I wanted to say to this is that, if you're anything like myself um, who, let's say that you went, you have PTSD or maybe you had have a traumatized brain, maybe you grew up um, in chaotic environments, unstable upbringing, maybe you have chronic anxiety. So if, if you're any of those, then the people who have in any capacity some form of like nervous system or high stress levels, we're going to struggle with manifestation the most. And the reason for that is because, well, we, we don't just like manifest what we want. We don't even just manifest what we consciously believe. We, we manifest what we subconsciously believe. And we also are both, you know, a soul as well as a physical human in a physical material world. Like we're both, we're, we're, in my opinion, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And so our human experience our human sort of vessel and vehicle is our body and our nervous system is the in charge of our body and everything that we see in our outside material world is a reflection of our internal world so if our nervous system is literally freaking out and is stressed then of course, no matter how many affirmations you do, or no matter how many vision boards you cast and how many podcasts you listen to, you're not going to ever be able to manifest the things that you want to manifest because your nervous system isn't being prioritized to be regulated. And people who, like I said, have high stress levels or, um, high-pressure environment jobs that, like, never get them a chance to actually recover their nervous system, anxiety, PTSD, whatever, then, like, these people are not actually regulating their nervous system because they they don't know any different. Most of the time, people who have chronic anxiety don't, like, feel powerless, don't know that you actually have the power to regulate your nervous system, you know? And so, for me, it's been a really tough pill to swallow because I... I had to like admit something to myself that was really hard for me, you know, my ego got the better of me where it's like because I was a therapist and like I I didn't prioritize for most of my life um, when I was practicing taking care of my nervous system as much as I wanted to, like I still did, but nowhere near as much as I wanted to or wish that I had, that I would... Like sit there and just struggle to manifest things in my life. Really, really struggle because I sort of just didn't like didn't see the importance. I almost felt like I didn't deserve to have a um, regulated nervous system. Honestly, because in the past, like I never really experienced what it felt like to be relaxed and safe. So to my nervous system, being calm and safe felt dangerous. The irony is, is that if you relate to me, like if you go through like a chaotic upbringing and you know chaotic life or whatever it may be, you know, feeling scared feels safe. You know, uh, that sounds really fucked up. You know, um, but like it's just it's the truth. It, like the nervous system is always going to perceive something that is unfamiliar and foreign as danger. Whether it's true or not is not even relevant. You know, so reason number one as to why you might be struggling to manifest is not because you're a bad manifester is that maybe you are, are struggling with that. You're not regulating your nervous system often. Okay. I don't just mean do it once every day. That's even not enough. Like we're talking, make, it has to become who you are. You have to become someone who, is second that you feel emotions or you feel sad or you feel stressed, you recognize that and you regulate that. You know, there's many ways that we can do it. I'll probably do a whole episode on nervous system regulation, um, just to help you out with that. But like for now, just see it as like, you have to, you got to remember that like, you got to stop being afraid of being extreme because meditating once a day is not going to do it for you, especially if you're really stressed. It's just not going to do it. You're going to have to do it probably every hour for the first year. I'm going to be real with you, boo. I'm going to be real with you. And because the truth is, is that you got to be extreme if you want an extremely amazing life, right? Like if you're just going to be like, take it, I'll just take it easy. Like that's too much. Like I don't want to be obsessive. Well, your life is not going to change. You're not going to be able to manifest extraordinary circumstances. How can you? You're not doing extraordinary amounts of work of your energy towards your body, towards your mind. Do you know what I mean? And so this like the gold, gold right here. And it's something that I am so happy. It's like the best thing I've ever done for myself is prioritize my nervous system regulation. I, by the way, okay, I used to be that person. I used to be that person who was like, oh, you know, like I I meditated enough today and I journaled enough and I breathed enough like uh, you know and and I didn't really like half asked it I fucking half asked it <laughs> and that's fine that was my path but the best thing I ever did for myself was like actually be okay with with prioritizing myself because like I was saying me being that person with that attitude I was like that because. Uh, Honestly, I just didn't feel like I deserved to put myself first. I would feel guilt. I would feel guilty if I could spend time on myself. I would only feel like I was worthy if I was like struggling and working my ass off, sacrificing my health to work to help other people. Like I literally defined my whole worth based on how much I helped people and how how productive I was, you know? And that's literally the antithesis towards manifesting. We don't want that, okay? I don't want that for you, boo. Okay, so the next reason is that you're putting time constraints on your manifestation. So what I mean by this is that when we put time constraints, we are now accessing like the linear... Timeline of life where time is like neutral, and let's think of it like this man had to create a system so that we can measure time. But if you remove the system, like pretend that we didn't have clocks, we didn't have like the you know measurement of time that we have, okay? We don't have like it's 24 hours a day, we don't have any of that, then time is still the same, right? It's nothing, time is still the same. The difference is we're not obsessed with measuring it. And so when we're not obsessed with measuring it, all we're left with is the presence. Now we feel like we have all the time in the world, because like regardless of anything, because we're just, we're, like, we're just like, okay, I don't need to focus on when this needs to happen. I'm just so in the moment. Because when we have a time constraint, we now get into like a scarcity sort of energy and scarcity is what repels manifestations and desires. It pushes us more far away from it. And so the reason number two is of why you are struggling maybe with uh, manifestation is that you're putting time constraints in. Now, remember, as you know, like a big part about being a genius is being able to carry contradictions side by side. And so I wanted to use that as this as an example and opportunity to apply this in real time. So contradictions that you're going to carry right now is that time is man-made And the other truth is that time is needed, (laughs) okay? They exist at the same time, balance. We need to hold them both together because the truth is we do need time. That's why we have a measurement of time because we need to know when we're going to meet, you know, how long something goes. It keeps the world, you know, working in good order, okay? That's fine. Only use time when you absolutely have to. Use it to when you need to go to your meetings, use it for appointments, meeting up with your friends, work, whatever. Do we got to do? Use it for that. That's what it's there for, but don't just like, sorry, when it's just that, that's fine. But when you start obsessing over time in every other area of your life, like your manifestations, like when is this going to happen or why can't this be faster? Then now you're, you're not holding that contradiction, right? right? You're too extreme on on overvaluing the time measurement system of how linear it is. And you're taking away yourself from the magic, which is the present moment, which isn't really relevant to time. Contradiction. Hold it, boo. You got this, right? I'm always going to remind you of like these genius skills that you're already developing in your own time. Because reinforcement, reinforcement's everything, boo. We we know this. Anyway, reason number three of why you might not be able to manifest the things you want is you're micromanaging the manifestation process and trying to control it. And so what I mean is this, is that let's say you're manifesting, um, let's say you're manifesting just feeling like, I'm, I'm just trying to think of something that's really re- like, um, relevant to a lot of you. Um, let's do a job. All right. Um, let's say you're trying to manifest a job. And you have been applying like the typical steps for the last month. Okay. And you have throughout that month of you manifesting it, you every day are like looking to see like, oh my God, like, have I gotten it yet? Why haven't I gotten yet? You know, why do they reject me? Oh my God, I was rejected by like 30 workplaces. See, nothing works out for me. La 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 la. Like, when's this going to happen? Oh my God, I just want to give up. This is what I mean by micromanaging. And then you're and then me saying that maybe you're trying to control it. Maybe now you're applying for jobs that you don't even want, just so that you can make this speed up. And now you're also repelling the, the manifestation process because that's not how manifestation works. You know, it's 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 going to come to you when you are in the state of you already having it. That's the work. The work is to emotionally and energetically align to be a frequency match to the thing you desire. So if you're trying to manifest a job, how would you feel when you have that job? You'd feel proud of yourself. You'd feel excited. You'd feel, you know, connected, secure, safe. Stay in that space and stay in that space for a month if you have to. And don't even think about the month. Just stay in that space. And then the irony is is that you're probably get the job faster because you're not obsessed with it. You In your body, you're like, I, it's mine. it's my. And then your job, actual manifestation job, is really to practice a skill of being able to feel fucking good in your body emotionally and mentally without getting the thing that you're trying to manifest. And you can see that if you are constantly micromanaging, trying to control how these manifestations are coming aboard, you're doing everything but that. So that's another reason why you might not be able to manifest the way you want. The next reason is that you still believe that it's bullshit, that your thoughts create your reality. So this is a really, this one triggers a lot of people. Um, And you're welcome, okay, because this is your opportunity, if you were triggered, to like heal it, to transmute this. Because the thing is, this actually happened to me. And it was a really tough pill for me to swallow as well, where even though I knew intuitively that my thoughts create my reality, because like one of the weaknesses of having a mind like mine, like is that I have a scientific mind and I always require, require like proof thoroughness and accuracy, which means I'm naturally not so good at navigating, um, the unprovable and the unknowable, AKA my spiritual intelligence is not as high as I'd like it to be. Because that's the weakness that comes with having a scientific mind, right? And so because of this, I have, it's like I was searching for several years, like almost a decade for this proof, for irrefutable proof that because again, that's a scientific mind that it's how it thinks that my thoughts create my reality. And because I couldn't find direct Tangible proof, only anecdotal proof. Um, I struggled really badly with this belief. I really struggled with that. And it wasn't until I developed my spiritual intelligence so that I could actually not let my scientific mind destroy my life, right? Because too much of, uh, no, I was going to say too much of everything is bad, but more so not having balance is bad because having spiritual intelligence should be married and an absolute like prerequisite and like mandatory thing to have when you are scientifically minded. If you are intellectually intelligent, you will struggle in life, because I did, if you do not have spiritual intelligence working and holding you. Like, it's literally, it needs each other to survive. You can't just have spiritual, you know, intelligence where you just are good at navigating things that you can't prove, but you can't also just be focused on things that you can prove. You need both. And so, Maybe you're like me. Maybe you're also scientifically minded and you really, really struggle to believe something unless you have, like, irrefutable proof. Maybe your spiritual intelligence isn't where you want it to be either. And so because you believe that there's a 1% chance that it's bullshit, that your thoughts create your reality, then guess what? That 1% down is enough for you to actually hold yourself back in ways that I can't even begin to explain. You probably won't be doing the work properly for manifesting to begin with. But even if you did, the fact that you don't think it's true. Well, (laughs) if you don't believe that thoughts create your reality, then that's actually the truth for you. (laughs) That is like a really like big brain tongue twister, if you know what I mean. But yeah, so the best thing I ever did for myself like, seriously, like, all of these steps were. Like, I pretty much reverse engineered all of this. Like, I got on this and, like, things have changed for me so much. Um And I'm still learning it. Like, it's one thing to change it. It's another to master. I'm, like, learning to master this. And I believe it's sort of, like something that you're going to become a practitioner in for all of these things, like the nervous system regulation, you know, the the letting go of time constraints, having that balance of time and and no time, if you know what I mean, and letting go of micromanaging and having trust in the universe and let things unfold and, you know, acknowledging and owning the fact that I needed to just believe that thoughts do create my reality, whether I, And be okay with the fact that I'm never going to have irrefutable proof of this. You know, believing it anyway. You know, this is all like, you're to become a practitioner of these things. Even though these are the reasons why you might not be manifesting, they're also the solution to how you will manifest. Does that make sense? This is like, this is why I'm so passionate about labels. um, And about helping women really unlock their genius. Because it can change the game for you in every capacity of your life. Because the second that you understand the problem and you can label it, you have the solution automatically. It's always a package deal. And so, yeah. The next one is you lack patience. And so a big part of patience, you know, is that it links to emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence links to geniusness. And being able to manifest something requires As you can tell by now, multiple different kinds of skills and intelligences, and get this, they require almost all the skills of a genius, all the traits of a genius, such as openness, creativity, high intelligence, high self-awareness. The skills of a genius, seriously, are not just for being a genius. It is for many things. And one of those things is that it makes you a a genius at everything, And in this case, a genius at manifesting. And when you can have patience and just let go of needing to get something, you now, um, bring the manifestations closer to you. Because if you really believed in the universal laws, that things are a reflect, like your external material world is a reflection of your inner world. If you truly believed that, then you wouldn't worry about why hasn't it shown up yet. And you would be patient. You wouldn't be freaking out when it hasn't arrived, you know? So just have that at the back of your mind the next time you feel impatient about your manifestations. And the next one, probably the last one, is you're not prioritizing feeling good. Now, this is almost, almost equally important as regulating a nervous system. Or, oh, no, they're exactly, I don't know, who cares? <laughs> anyway, when you are not prioritizing feeling good, you're literally missing the point of manifestation. Manifestation, the real reason, like truly, the actual real goal behind it is to feel good now. It's to learn to master becoming a person who is not reactive to their environment, that they become someone who's so powerful that No matter your circumstances in your material world, you still have the ability to feel good, to be happy, to be whole, to feel love, like whether people realize this consciously or not, that is the real reason why anyone goes for goals, why anyone wants to manifest anything in the first place. That's how you do it. Like, so if you're not prioritizing it, like making it your full-time job, to feel good, to take care of yourself and your energy and literally prioritizing feeling happiness, you are missing the point and the method of manifesting. The actual process of manifesting, once again, really, like if I had to sum it down into a simple sentence, is manifesting is us feeling as good as we would feel when we got the thing that we desire Long before we actually had it. That's it, and so you can now see that when you when you feel good and you are now choosing your internal environment and you are more powerful than your environment, you become unstoppable and not just in manifesting, because you get to become a person who doesn't even need things to feel good, and because of that, now you become magnetic. Now you're living in abundance and you literally become an attractor. Like you just attract things to you. And again, that's manifesting and manifesting is not so much about manifesting circumstances or, or situations manifesting. Really the real thing of this is you manifesting the version of yourself that has the things that you desire. And that, that is everything that puts your power back in your hands and it's so, it starts making the whole process so much more simpler, so much more exciting. And it doesn't feel so forced anymore. And that when it gets hard, I hope that you come back to this episode, you come back to the lessons that you've learned from this episode. And you remember that you're going to keep going. And it's not even, it is, yeah, not even about the, the outcome anymore. It's literally for your mental health. It's for your fulfillment. It's for your happiness. It's so that when you look back in your life when you're 100, you do not have any regrets. You go, I fucking felt good. Like it was my my mission in life, my focus and priority was to feel good and to be grateful and to be loving to others. And to be so fucking powerful that I didn't need any external validation. And because of that, things came to me with ease. And I did not feel guilty because I wasn't obsessed with productivity to make myself feel worthy. That is the magic in manifestation. That's why I love it. It's like, it's my religion, honestly. You know? And so, the fact that you're here, you obviously love it too. And... You probably knew, if not, I'm certain that you knew all of these things intuitively. But sometimes, if you're anything like me, sometimes, like, we simply just need to hear it said out loud from another person. I know that's very true for me. And I think that it's true for most of us. Because I believe that teachers never teach their students anything. That a true teacher only awakens what's already inside the student. So please don't ever forget that. Remember your power. Know why you're manifesting to begin with. And just just to remind you of now what you're going to do and take from this. What action step you're going to have. Is we're going to see the reasons why you weren't manifesting. And use them as solutions and action steps. So to reverse engineer them. Number one is prioritize regularly. Regulating your nervous system. Number two, let go of time constraints and only use time when you have to. Number three, let go of micromanaging and trying to control how you'll receive the manifestation. Number four, stop waiting for irrefutable evidence that your thoughts create reality. Just believe it. That's spiritual intelligence. It's the quality of how someone can navigate through the unprovable. We will never be able to prove this shit. Like, that's just the way it is. And that's why we need spiritual intelligence. Number five, if that's what I was up to, is patience. Have patience. And the last one, number six, is prioritize feeling good because that is literally the point of manifesting. And it's feeling good, as as good as you would feel when you received a manifestation, before you get it. And so I hope you enjoyed today's episodes. Episodes, because there was like probably, it sort of was like five in one, right? But I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting this show, this movement. Thank you for being a part of the Hot Genius Gang. Like the fact that you're here, you are a part of this change, It starts with you. Like, I can't do this myself. We are a community. And so if this episode really inspired you and reminded you of your power and you want to give that gift to someone that you love, please share this episode with them. And if you share anything on your stories on social media, make sure to tag myself at Christina Modafari or at Hot Genius Society. So much love. Seriously, all the best, babe. Bye.